Is it just me, or is it getting crazier out there? You've grown with it. Hey Mo, so stoked to finally be on your show. Um, I've been listening since I was 12, and I'm 22 now. You've cried with it. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't thinking I was gonna cry at this, but I did. And at the heart of it all are the calls. Pinuntahan ko yung girl sa workplace niya. Sinaguyan ko siya ng coffee. Oh my God, you're fucking serious. Yeah, hot coffee, yes. And did you get arrested? Yeah, I, they brought me to the police. The people. Real people. You. Are you sad or frustrated that you've not had a boyfriend? I'm frustrated kasi... I know I'm not ugly. Is it because I'm congested? Isn't that why? You know, here's the problem. You're 5'10 and you like Asian guys. That's a problem. Through the decade, this podcast has united Filipinos all over the world. We'll go to Dubai and talk to Olan, who is on the show. Hi, Olan. In Johannesburg. Toronto, we'll Canada. go to Milan, Italy. Valerie in Los Angeles. We'll go down and under to Sydney, Australia. Start Germany. Germany. Las Vegas. Mackenzie is in Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Mackenzie. Vienna, Austria. In New York City. London, you are in Quezon City. Bohol. It's Andy from Crazy Cebu on the program tonight. Some are bigger than life. Leia Salonga. Let's all give a round of applause, guys. Here in the- <laughs> Hi, Leia. Thanks for being here. Derek Ramsey on the show. What's up, Derek? Thanks for being here, man. Finally. Finally. Kiefer Ravenna. What's up, Kiefer? What's up? What's up? Hello. Good evening. Kiefer, please welcome the amazing Karen Davila on the show. Hey, oh, Karen, my God. Let's say hi to the beautiful Georgina Wilson. Thanks hi, for being here. Hi, everyone. This podcast is amazing. Many are just everyday people. Of course, the, the usual Netflix and I don't know. Netflix and Tite is the usual. Yeah. Yes. Netflix and Tira. All right. GTWM has been the gold standard of Philippine podcasting. Hi, this is Lady Gaga. Good times with Mo, Philippine genius. But it is you that makes this show go. We're not here just to take part. We're here to take over. Welcome to GTWM 2020 with your host, the Philippine genius. DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Wednesday morning, 20th of May, 2020. You're listening to Good Times and Mobile Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 44, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. My name is Mo. It's nice to have you guys here. The phone number is plus one two three four two three one six six zero zero. You can also get me on Instagram and on Twitter, which is at DJ Mo Twister. How about Facebook? Yes, you can. GTWM Podcast is the Facebook page. Send me a message. It'll be about love, life, sex, any interesting topic you might want to throw out at me here on this Wednesday for the rest of the world to listen to. We got four calls, and I think it's going to be a pretty good show. Okay, we'll try to cut it down right through the middle here. We have uh, two calls from the Philippines. We'll go to Australia. We'll go to New York. To round out the program, a lot of male callers tonight. Only one female for the four. So it's going to be a little bit of a dude fest here, and I hope you guys don't mind. Um, let's see here. What do I want to bring up real quick before we take these calls? I I know I, uh, on several occasions, talk about how long this show is in terms of running time per episode. Two hours. The past two episodes have been two hours and 15 minutes each, or 2.16 to be exact. Uh, The ones prior to that were just under two hours as well. So it does hover around the two-hour range. And I want to ask what you guys think about, instead of doing these two-hour 
podcast episodes, what if I cut them in half, do one hour, two calls, but I'll do it every day. Not every single day, but I'll do six days a week instead of three days a week because then I'll just slice these episodes in half. I think it's the norm uh, now that podcasting is bigger than ever that the running time is going to be anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. Like those are most podcasts. There are some that I do listen to that kind of, you know, they, they hover in the one hour, 30 minute mark. Some of the basketball stuff that I listen to. I mean, when I look at it, I go, wow, one thirty. completely disregarding that mine sometimes are 2.15. I do not see podcasts out there that are two hours long. And even though this has been a two hour show from 10 years ago, it's always been a two-hour show. I, I know during the TV five days, it was probably closer to an hour and a half than two hours. But the, the aim has always been two hours. That's kind of just the, the standard. And as times have changed, as podcasting gets bigger, I'm wondering if it's a bit of a turnoff for some of you guys that it's so long. Or maybe a turnoff for people who not, don't really listen to the show. They, just, they hear about it. They come across it. They look at the running time. And they're like, oh, fuck, I don't got that much time. Now, I know, and I've said this before, that not all of you listen to every episode in one sitting because yeah, it's so long. Uh, you'll maybe take two days or three days just to finish one episode because, well, you have shit to do. Sometimes your, your driving commute isn't two hours long. It's maybe only 30 minutes long, so it'll take you fucking four days to finish one episode. So what do you guys think? And I, I, I think I'm going to do this. I'm only, I guess requesting for reasons not to do it but six days a week i'll take a sunday off maybe six days a week of podcasting one hour just like everybody else conform to the norm just like everybody else does and uh, it shouldn't change your listening habits too much because well shit if you're listening to the whole program well you're listening to two hours now you're just maybe here's, here's another reason why it might be good it'll take up less space on your phone uh, a two-hour episode, maybe 300 MB. A one-hour episode is half of that. And when you're done with it, you can just delete it already. So it'll take up less space on your phone, more room for your videos and your dick pics and your nudes and your fucking sex tapes and all the other shit that you keep on your stupid phone. But I like the idea. I might flirt with it. I might start it, say, June, you know, 10 days from now. And I'll make this an everyday show with Sundays off and an hour program, meaning only two calls. That's it. And then we're out. Uh, I think the episodes in themselves might not be as strong because we're only doing two. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that even that big of a deal. It shouldn't, I shouldn't even dedicate this much time talking about it because it's not like I'm fucking canceling the show or anything. So uh, if you have any negative thoughts on that, please let me know. Outside of that, I'll probably do it starting June. Okay, so uh, we go again, Manila, 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 to, to kick off the program here tonight, and then we'll go abroad, uh, really far away. We'll go to New York, and then we'll, or we'll go to Australia first, and then we'll go to New York. That should be the lineup for forty-four here tonight. Forty-four. Who's who wore who wore? There's a lot of forty-fours in basketball. Who wore jersey forty-four? Keith Van Horn. I feel like there's. I'm missing somebody, right? Like, hold on. NBA players who wore jersey 44. Keith Van Horn's my first thing to come to my... Oh, Jerry West. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jerry West uh, wore 44. 
Danny Ainge wore 44. Derek Coleman wore 44. Ralph Sampson wore 44. Uh, Drazen Petrovic wore 44 before he became number three. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich wears 44. George Gervin. Not a lot of kind of newer guys, right? Uh, Pistol Pete wore 44. Paul Westfall, former uh, coach, uh, player, obviously, as well, wore 44. Christian Leitner wore 44. I thought Van Horn. Didn't Keith Van Horn wear a guy then 44? How come he's not on this list? I don't see him. Unless I'm mistaken. I could have sworn he did. Okay, anyway. Well, it is episode 44. Let's get to it. First call. Next call. Let's talk to Mike, who's 30. Mike is in Pasig City, and he is on the show for the first time. Hey, Mike. Thanks for being here. Uh, hi, Mo. Uh, how are you? Uh, good I'm, morning. Is I'm it good. good morning? Yeah, here, right? it, is, it is morning here. Good evening yeah. to you there in Pasig. You sound nervous as fuck. I mean, I think you might be. <laughs> I think you might be the nervous, the most nervous person that's called the show recently. Um, but you know, we'll I'm get always th- nervous. Yeah. You know. we'll get through this. Uh, I tried calming you down a little bit off air, but <laughs> I'm sure my gigging okay as we move along. So, Mike, again, you're. Thir- I, I hope so. You will be. You're fine. You, you're 30 years old. Again, you're in Pasig. Mm. What's going on? What do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to know about my feelings towards uh, Tinder. You know, the, the, those dating apps right now. Okay. Have you uh, ever Have you ever downloaded them before? No. So uh, I downloaded it, but I just tried. Uh, I tried. Uh, I guess as as guess not my not my photos. Okay. So why yeah. are you? Um, why are you thinking about it now uh, versus, I mean, actually, are you single? This, is it, no, no, no. I'm, I'm in a relationship. Actually, well, maybe that's, that's why. Well, wait, wait, what? You're engaged? I'm engaged. This, last January, I proposed to, to my girlfriend. You've been engaged five months and now you're thinking about getting on Tinder? Uh, I don't know. Uh, actually, I, uh, I recently... Uh, uh, listen to your podcast and I get envy to those stories that I heard, I've heard. That's why I'm, I'm curious right now. You're uh, curious. I'm curious. I'm what are your goals on Tinder? Are your goals on Tinder to find someone to have a one-night stand with, just like so well, many actually, other people on Tinder? Yeah, actually, how, how does it work? Don't blame me. Do not blame this <laughs> no, 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 show no, no, no. for no, no, you no, no. wanting to cheat on your fiancé. Do not do that. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm kidding. Actually, I'm kidding, Mike. Mm. So, <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. I, I'm kind of confused mm. here. You just got engaged. How long have you been with your fiance? Right, sorry, again. Sorry. How how long have you been with your fiance? Uh, we've we've been in six year relationship now. Okay. Before I proposed to her. Okay, so you proposed to her in January. Mm. How many times have you cheated on her in the past? No, not even once. Not even once. You want to yeah. break that now? Or, or, do you think this has anything to do yeah. maybe with ECQ and not really with this podcast? I don't know because I think I'm not having in every... Ah, nasa ibang bansa kasi siya. Oh! So, so, <laughs> I, 
I don't know. First time na namin mag, ano, magkahiwali actually for about uh, five months na. Okay, so she's nearby. Ano siya? Like Singapore? Uh, she's, Ima- or where? Yeah, she's in Japan. Japan. Okay, so she's near. That's why you haven't seen mm, her in a while. And yeah, yeah. are you, do you want to go on Tinder because you're horny and you just need, because you haven't had sex in a, in a while? Uh, actually, hindi na horny. Parang gusto rin matrain yung maipaglandian through through dating app. I don't know. I don't know how it works actually. So. Hmm. Are you getting me? I don't know. And, yeah, uh, do, uh, nakaka-affect din ba yung mga pag-follow-follow sa mga sexy stars sa Instagram? Or panunod na too much? Too I think much so. Porn? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, this is the fact. I think temptation mixed in mm-hmm. with say what's going on in the world right now you not being able to see your fiance uh, you mm. not being able to go outside and interact is, mm. is that a bad combination probably I mean a little bit but it depends because what, what do you want to get out of it you see like I, I think Mike you got to be honest with okay I want to get on Tinder because I want to fuck mm. I want to fuck some girl right the problem with that though is not everybody's allowed to go outside Okay, I, I mean, if yeah. you're from, say, Paranaque, for example, you're not even allowed to go outside yet. You, you, mm. I mean, it's already hard to get somebody to say yes to have sex with you as a stranger. It's double, triple, quadruple hard to get it done right now during the lockdown. Now, do you want to just swipe on Tinder, hopefully somebody matches, and then you guys are going to send nude pictures to each other and all of that stuff? Sure, that happens a lot uh, right now. Yeah, that happens a lot right now, mm. right? I mean, we're hearing that a ton. Uh, remember, was it our just our last episode? Uh, the first caller, C. May, the girl. I mean, she she just she jumped online, and before you know it, she's sending nudes already. Uh, callers oh. before that, Dominic sending nudes. Uh, who else? Uh, was it Yo, the one before that? I mean, every episode we have girl after girl after girl sending nudes, and I think that's maybe a product oh. of you guys losing your fucking minds at home and being bored out of your brains. Yeah. But but Mike. The million peso question here is, are you prepared to lose your fiancé when you get caught doing this shit? No, man. <laughs> then then it's not worth it. No, and then, and then my question then, how can I make, uh, parang iiwas sa gantong, sa gantong feeling, I, I don't know, man. Parang ayoko naman siyang gawin, pero parang eh, sometimes, parang, uh, parang natatempt talaga ako. Actually, one Actually, last time I downloaded it, pero dinulik ko rin agad. So you're getting close, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you're getting close. Yeah, I, wanna, I want out, actually. Yeah. Parang no more. It's, it's, dude, it's, it's a risk, man. It's about risk. Are you willing yeah. to give up what you have now when you get caught? And you don't, because you've never cheated before, no. I don't think you have the experience to do it and not get caught. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think a lot of people who've cheated before, they, they gain tips and tricks based on experience, and they're cheating on people they can lose. You're, you've never cheated before, and you want to try it now with someone you cannot lose. That's a really dangerous setup. Right? Like, you should have cheated before. Yeah. <laughs> 
Not now. Sana nga, in a tinokwe advice mo dati na sana every around 2425 every around muna bago ay set. Yeah, no, it's true. Right, and and listen. It's very true right now, man. Absolutely. And this podcast was around when you were 24. You, you should have taken that advice back then. But yeah. okay, let's let's not let's not do that, you know. Let's not do, do I told you so or okay, look okay. at life okay. in the past in the past kasi wala, I mean, ganun talaga. You 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 are where you are now. Um mm. Mike, my so advice. To, can do now. Yeah, my my advice to you, Mike, is don't do it. You can't lose your fiance, as you've said. Uh, mm. And if that's the case, you just stay away. It's it's it is very tempting. If you following these sexy stars on Instagram. Mm, um, yes. You know that that's you, that's just gonna add some temptation. But I don't want to take away everything from you. Maybe what I'm I want. Maybe right now. Yeah. Well, maybe what you can do is. Are you, are you, is you and your girlfriend? Sorry, you and your fiance. Are you guys having like online cyber sex because she's in Japan? Ah, uh, takot kami kasi I don't know. Pasibilang nahakt yung video. Yeah. I don't know how how ano, how how secure. Pero it is. once tina try namin once. Pero natatakot nakat nakatawa tayo. Man, my is it okay? Is it okay? <laughs> I think it's o- I think it's okay, but Mike, dude, you sound you sound scared about a lot of things. Uh, to to get yeah. into yeah, to get into this game is to get into not this game is not your thing, dude. You, you know, you're you're that you're that female caller who calls the show and says like, I want to start having one night stands and fuck buddies. And I'm like, Have you ever done it before? And they're like, No. And I'm like, I I don't think you I don't think you're I don't think bagaika for this game, man. I don't I don't think you're you're a perfect fit for that lifestyle. You sound like a good guy that's a, l- a little bit bored, frustrated with what's going on right now with this virus. Yeah, maybe. I think once you see your fiance, and it's been Hi. it's been a long time. Once you see your your fiance, you start to reset kind of your feelings about her and all of that. And and this virus is taking a toll on you. That that's going to be my my take. So if I were you, yes, I would lessen the following of the sexy stars and maybe the porn. Or if you don't want to lessen that, bump up your online <laughs> sex game with your with your wife. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, that's what I would do. And plus, it's easier. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to fucking meet strangers and try to get and try to convince them. I mean, she's already your fiance. You you guys have a sex life, so. Maybe you can do that. You know what's funny, Mike? Is you look like a big dude. I mean, how how tall are you? No, I'm one sixty-eight centimeter only. So what? Well, how tall? Maybe are you? for the picture. Yeah, the picture. Hmm? You look tall, dude. How tall are you? One hundred sixty-eight. Five six. Five five oh, five, five six. No shit, really? That's okay. That's like my yeah. Head, okay, you're five five. Oh, that's yeah. You're small. Okay. Well, I guess in the photo, you look like a big dude. You look like a manly dude, not a fat guy. I mean, fit, you know, and but. It's just kind of funny because <laughs> you, you. You, you give you give this impression that you're just like this kind of <laughs> tiny, tiny, like I don't know. It, your your photo sounds a little bit more, I guess, bro than than the way you carry yourself. Um, Mike, you have a second question. What is it? Ah, uh, yeah, about uh, about me, sex, like the one with my girlfriend. Uh, Last year, we before he went abroad, uh, we we have a lot of sex. Uh, I always do. I only do the missionary. You only do missionary. When I, yeah. yeah, when I do when I do the dog style, I, I always failed. 
I cannot find <laughs> no, I parang hindi ko may, may pasok. You can't find Tapos her vagina? When, or Yeah. I think she's just uh, kapag nag-attempt na ako lang, parang wala, lumalambot na, parang no, tuwang ko. Yeah. Hindi ko pa naga... Tapos yung ginagawa ko kasi, I try to please her by uh, doing the tongue to her vagina, but you try. So you're trying to put your tongue in her vagina. You said. Yeah, but yeah, I eat the but the. <laughs> yeah, the vagina. But sometimes she doesn't want that. She, does, she doesn't want it. Parang nehiya. She sabi ko, no, just uh, parang let's do it. Uh, parang pero siya parang ipinipigil siya. You know, wala na ako ng gana. Parang wala na wala na maisip na bagong style. You two are the world's para most. You two are the world's most boring couple. I love it. I mean, in a really good way. Like, this is what? awesome. If you've never cheated on her. You, uh, you're too scared to send nudes. You've only done missionary. You can't find her vagina. She doesn't want her pussy licked. <laughs> this, like, you guys are perfectly boring for each other, I and I love it. No, I, I, I absolutely love it. Okay, so, the doggy thing. Um, yeah. Parang gusto mo matrain na, mag-train ng bago. Parang naman hindi yung puro ganun. Parang ma-excite din siya. Well, well, there's maybe two ways you can go about it. Number one, you can, and this is the easiest, you can have her guided in. Like, right when you're about to actually uh, try it, have her hold your penis and she will put it in her vagina. Like, she will guide it in. That, that, that's the easiest way well, to go about it. Well, the thing is, I have a... My penis is, too, I think, small. <laughs> you have a small penis? She can't hold it? <laughs> I, I don't know. She doesn't hold it. She doesn't hold it. How small are we talking but, about here? Well, I think it's uh, almost four, or 3.5, I don't know. 3.5 erect? Yeah. yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me I try. think so. You, I can don't still, know. you can still hold that. 3.5 erect is still... Within holding. No, I mean when I go behind. Yeah, but but do you understand if you have a small penis, doggy style is the one that makes you feel bigger. Like if you, the dog style is what Mm. makes your penis feel bigger because there's, in that position, her vagina isn't like blocked by her legs, so you don't need a longer penis to get in. The the missionary, I mean, unless you put your legs, uh, her legs above your shoulders, like in that position, that's gonna not allow you. Mm-mm. To feel as big as say doggy style. Doggy style is the position for a guy with a small dick who wants to feel fuller. Okay, um, so you need to guide her in. Uh, another way to go about it mm-hmm. is okay. if you have some lubricant, uh, you know, like a KY jelly or whatever. Besides lubricant, right? You can put some of the lubricant on her vagina or your, the head of your penis, and then let the slipperiness kind of guide you inside. Uh, that's a really good way to go about it. Because sometimes if it's kind of dry, well, then the opening feels like any other part of her body. It's dry, right? If you lubricate it, then it'll give you kind of a sense of direction to put it in. Mm. So that might help. Um, A third way to go about it maybe is, do you guys do the girl on top position or it's only missionary? Yeah, we do... Top position, sometimes we do it. Okay, so the, the cowgirl mm. position, she's on top, right? Yeah. So what I would yeah. do is I would turn her around. 
So you do the cowgirl, but have her face the other way, the reverse cowgirl. You've seen this in porn, I'm assuming. Yeah, uh, I, I've done that. But when we go to a dog style position, may, you take uh, it soft. Parang natatanggal. Natatanggal. And then, yeah, parang nahahatak ako ata siya pagkat. That should, ha- that, should happen, that should happen on cowgirl position, not in doggy style position. Like, natatanggal because you're getting soft. Natatanggal because you're getting soft. It's, it's falling out because it's soft, or it's falling out because it's just falling out? Uh, I think it's soft. It's soft, okay. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if you go soft during doggy style because you don't see her face. You know, sometimes when you when when you're in the doggy style position, it's a position that's very yeah. It's less yeah, in, in the funny in the story. Yeah. Kinati, nagtatawa na nalang kami kasi sabi niya, "Wrong hole, yes." I don't wait, wait, wait. What, what, what? So that, Mike, I can't hear you. Wrong, wrong. Ah, sorry. Parang nag-attempt kami nito. Pag-attempt kasi namin sa sabi niya, "Ay, wrong hole, wrong hole." No hole. Wrong hole. That's nagtatawa na lang kami. That's ayon. Yeah, you have to have her have her have her guide you in with some lubricant. Um and then just keep trying. I mean just just keep it it, it works. Obviously it works. Okay. Uh, if you're getting soft, I wonder if because it's you're not very intimate. Uh, when when you're in doggy style, her face is really far away, so you don't really get to see yeah. it. You don't get to kiss her. You don't get to do any of those other things that you you're you're able to do in other sex positions. Um, so maybe it isn't just your thing, or you just need to kind of get the hang of it. Uh, I think you're a little bit anxious about your small penis size, and that might be a problem. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So you know. <laughs> Mike, I feel like you haven't really lived, you know? You haven't really just kind of had this run, this this sexual horny run of your life. And it, 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 it's, it's, it's kind of made you kind of like your penis, small and soft. Um, but let's keep trying, man. You, you, you're going to get it. You just have to, you have to both support each other on this one. She has to guide it in, use some lubricant, start feeling... Mm-hmm good about yourself maybe if you want turn off the lights if you're a little conscious about it and maybe that will help um or turn on the lights it might make you even more erect because you're like okay this is fucking awesome you have to just experiment with a lot of the stuff and don't give up it sounds like you guys are experimenting and then you're giving up when it's not working and that's not the way to go about it and that's not just about the doggy style that's also about you going down on her and licking her vagina like you know don't stop just because you're not doing it right. It does take time. Nobody's a master at it. The going yeah, down, the going down on the girl. I'm telling you, that, that took me like fucking ten years before I really <laughs> felt like I was doing it correctly. Honestly, I mean, the first the first few years, it was just like, okay, I'm just gonna lick, 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 and then you start to realize that you know it's not just about licking. It's about repetitiveness and pressure and rhythm and all of these other things that go in that come into play to really make it as pleasurable pleasurable as possible and as a guy many of you guys know this like there's no bad blowjob right but there are great ones and sometimes 
if a girl goes down on you and she's like, okay, I'm just going to put your dick in my mouth and that's it, right? Well, no, not necessarily. Like, there are things you can do to make it better. And that's the same thing with you going down on her. If you go down yeah. on her and you lick her vagina and you're not, you don't think like you're doing a good job and then you just quit, well, you're never going to improve. You will realize there are patterns and there are little things that you can do to make the experience amazing. And it is amazing. Mike, it's an amazing feeling for her if you can get it right. Yeah. Yeah, good. So so like, you know, build up to that. Like you're it's streaky. Okay. It's kinda of like basketball. You a guy you know, Clay Thompson hits two or three shots, you know he's gonna score twenty five in that quarter. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. Um, anything else, Mike? Uh, that's all for now, but I think I'm going to go on the other, other time. Yeah. Because uh, I think I'm running too much time right now. Mike, Mike, listen, I want you to call the show regularly because I want us, this, yeah, this program, our listeners, all of mm. us, I want to help us build you up. You know, I really think you've got a lot of promise. You're a good-looking guy. You're a nice oh, guy. Thank you. You're a nice guy. Yeah, the small dick thing might be a problem for some <laughs> girls, but you're a nice guy, and you're, you're kind of an innocent, simple dude. And I would love this show to build you up in the right way, not the way that it started when you first called here about you know 15 minutes ago when you were like, I listen to the podcast, I hear all the crazy stories on Tinder, and I want to try it. Well, you know what? That's not for you. That's not for you. That's not for the person you are. And that's not for where you are in life right now. So let's throw that oh, shit away. Oh, okay. You're, you're about oh, to get married. Thank you, man. Thank you're about you, man. to get married. Yeah. You're, it's going to be a mistake. But let's build up the other parts of you, Mike. Let's build up oh, the sex game. Let's build up the confidence <laughs> in the bedroom. Let's build up the sexual self-esteem. Let's build up all of that stuff. And I want us to do it together, you know? You, me, our listeners, both females and males who are listening to you right now and who sympathize with you. And I, I think you're a really likable guy. Well, thank you, man. Okay? That, that maybe hasn't you, lived... You haven't lived a lot yet, and, and, and it, it's, you're still young, so let's do it, man. I, I think we should start a Reddit thread just for Mike. Mike of Pasig. And have everybody throw in tips and just build you up positive. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Okay. I'm, <laughs> honestly, I, I want to look like you're a project. I really and, appreciate it, man. You know how we see in the movies when, or <clears throat> the TV shows where they do a makeover? Like, let's do a mic makeover here <laughs> on GTW. <Whoa. laughs> totally. Fucking totally, man. Thank you, man. All right. So call me every time. Just send me a message yeah, on Viber every time. Yes, hey, yes. I, I've got a question about this. I got a question about it. you can call fucking every episode. I don't care. Just if you got a <laughs> question you, about you. about your sex life or whatever, even your sense of style, fashion, I don't care, man. Anything. Let's let's make you a project. Okay, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, that's all for now for me. All right, brother. Thanks for the yeah. call. It's nice to have met thank you. Thank you very much, Mo. Thank and you. And hang in there, man. Love you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. Love you more. Thank right. you. All right, brother. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Good Bye-bye. Night. Good night. Bye. Oh, man, that guy. That dude. I feel for him. And, and he, 
He doesn't sound like he's got a bunch of barcada dude fucking friends. He doesn't sound like he had a cuya. You know, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of only child in him, or maybe not a lot of direct, and, and not in a bad bad way. Like, okay, fine, yeah, sure. Just he sounds like he's he didn't get some he didn't have a really good friend to go. Okay, brother, this is how we do it. Scored a girlfriend early. You know, thought it was like this is the greatest thing ever, and and has continued. And then good, he's never cheated on her. That's awesome. I mean, in the end, right? Who do you want? Do you want do you want Mike in your life? A guy who's somewhat 100% loyal. I'd say 99.9. He hasn't cheated on his fiance. He is faithful even in LDR. He is concerned about her sexual satisfaction. Uh, I bet you he's successful and he's got a good job. I almost guarantee that because that's going to be the balance in his life. Maybe his his sex life is shit, but career-wise, I bet you he's killing it. Like, Would you want to... A, a good, genuinely good, innocent, loyal fiance who wants to pleasure you but is nervous? Or do you want some of these guys calling the show that's fucking other girls on the regular without you knowing, married with kids and lying to you, having, having you go down on them in their car and just completely... Fuckboy Deluxe. Or do you want Mike here in your life? I think you want Mike. And 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 fine. Small dick. Doesn't know how to use it. Fine. Doesn't know how to go down on you. But all of that stuff can be learned. Except the small dick part, but you can get over you can you can You can do with that. We do fine with your A cups. Yeah, sure. We, we, you know, on Instagram, we're looking at the big chugs, and we're looking at the vava vumbuet, and we're looking at all of that stuff. But I've been in love head over heels before with an A cup, and many of us have no problem with that. So you shouldn't have a problem with the three and a half. Now, three and a half probably is probably more like two and a half because we, people lie about that shit all the time. But all of that, all of that is that's just, that's just body stuff, man. It would be nice, yes, to have a seven and an eight incher and a fucking big ass dick guy. I'm sure, yeah, sure. Just as like it would be great to have a double D boobs on a size on a waist of a of a size zero person with a Kardashian butt. Yes, of course it would be great, right? Sure. But it it's not a it's not a uh, game changer most of the time. Unless you really have a fetish for the big day. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times with the Podcast. Season 7. This is episode number 44. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey guys, have you checked out the Sharp Philippines website recently? 
man, they have the latest in 4K and ultra-high-definition TV technology, and Sharp offers up-to-the-minute smart technology in a range of sizes to fit your room and entertainment needs. Go beyond smart. Choose brilliant. Sharp's cutting-edge technology delivers breathtaking color and clarity, and it makes it easy to enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and streaming content. Features that take full advantage of ultra-high-definition 4K technology brings you the purest, most vibrant colors, immersive sound, and of course, easy access to all of your favorite entertainment media. You want to take a close look at that Aquas 4K from Sharp. It really does set such a high bar for image quality and sound. And if you want to go crazy, the Aquas has an 8K, 8K to feast your eyes on. Head over to the Sharp Philippines website now and let's drool over the next TV that we're going to buy together. Choose from a wide range of screen sizes and a variety of ways to find and enjoy your favorite movies and shows. Sharp original worldwide it's good times with mo the podcasts have a question message mo on twitter or instagram at dj mo twister or check out gtwm podcast on facebook gtwm is brought to you by sharp philippines welcome back to the show you are listening to good times with mo the podcast season seven episode number 44 brought to you by sharp philippines is there a dick size that's too small girls i'm sure there is right micro penis that would be probably a disability but if there is the smallest that you were okay with what was that i think maybe that is a good topic to have not just for the reddit thread but for maybe our next episode or the one after that if you are listening to the show and you're a guy or a girl who experienced i guess a smaller penis uh, what's the smallest you've seen that you didn't mind so much? Or no, well, you know what, fuck it. Let's just do this. Call the show, you had sex with a really tiny dick. And pros, cons, <laughs> feedback, testimonial, whatever it may be. Uh, I mean, this Mike guy that I want to do a project on, before we get to him individually, I want to know what... How do you feel about it, girls or guys who are into dicks? Uh, when when you come across one, is it really something that deflates you? As I said after the call, right before we took the break, I don't think the A cup is a problem for us. The flat chested thing is not that big of an issue. Do we notice it? Of course we notice it. Of course we do. Of course we initially see it. And then after that, it kind of just like the boobs themselves disappears. It's not that big of a deal. Pun. Now, if, we, if you had huge uh, boobs, then yes, we would probably be super excited every, every single time we have sex. Every single time we're going to be like playing with them, right? I get it. And I guess like every single time when you have sex with a fucking huge dick, you're like, oh yeah, this is fucking awesome. And you kind of stare at it and all its gloriousness and whatever. But uh, what's the smallest you've had? And was it a problem? That's the question. And I want you to call. Okay, I want you to call about it. I think, I think hearing it is different from reading it. And if you've uh, had this, please, yeah, send me a message on the IG or on the Twitter machine. And let's get you on the show. And, and we'll tackle it maybe for one or two calls, uh, maybe on the next couple of episodes. And then that's it. We'll, we'll get out. I mean, we've done that recently with abortion. We've done that with, um, we had this, uh, was recently catching your partner cheating via, oh, sorry. That. Checking out, uh, catching your partner cheating via cell phone, like we've had people call about it and give their testimonial. So let's do that with the small dick one. Yes? Good. All right. So let's take caller number two of the show tonight. 
Next call. Let's talk to Anne, who's 19 and is in Manila, and she is on the show. Hey, Anne, thanks for being on the program. Appreciate it. Hi, Mo. Good, good evening or good morning. It's eve. So. No, morning here, evening for you. I think it's like midnight your time. Okay, good morning. Uh, good morning, and uh, thanks for taking the time out. And you're 19. Every now and then we'll get 19-year-olds call the show, but none of them sound as young as you. You actually sound like you're 15. Are, are you like one of those smaller <laughs> girls? Actually, yes. You got it right. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I was one of those smaller boys. <laughs> I am still. But uh, yeah, no, you, you, you sound really, really young. Uh, do you listen to the podcast a lot? I actually... Oh, no. I actually listened to you first in Magic 89.9. Okay. And Good then, times. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, and then I started... Yeah. Really? You don't sound the type who'd listen to a show like this. What do you learn from this show? <laughs> actually, a lot. Yeah, I'm, like what? I'm What's the number one thing? Mature. Uh-huh. Oh, like, I know. Like, I think it's really great when young people like me have their own opinions and they formulate their own opinions and, like, get this stuff from this, learn from this, and yeah, actually yeah. have a voice for themselves. So. Oh, look at you, future senator. Do you, do you agree with some... Sorry, I'm going to interview you a little bit before oh, sure, you, sure. Know, you ask your question. <laughs> Do you look at some of the s- stuff that adults are doing? And I, you're, I know you're an adult, but you're early into this adult life, right? Do you mm-hmm. hear some of the shit that the adults are doing on this show? And does it? do you facepalm or do you go, wow, that's fucking crazy? Or do you go, man, I, I wonder if that's going to happen to me? I mean, just, and again, I know mm-hmm. we get 19-year-olds here all the time, 18-year-olds. I mean, we, we go down maybe as... Youngest, I would say 70 is probably the youngest caller we mm-hmm. get these days. But I don't know, there's something about you that I want to just want to ask you. Maybe because you sound, yeah. I guess, kind of put together well. But do you <laughs> listen to the shit that some of these adults are doing? And do you lose hope for humanity? Or, <laughs> or is it like, oh, no, this is fine. This is what fucking adult life is about. I actually agree with everything. Oh, well, like, I agree that I get shocked. I got face palm because... Technically, adults get to complicate stuff a lot um, compared to us. I mean, like the millennials or like the Gen Zs, where we kind of like just go through it and not overcomplicate or overthink some stuff. So, but still, I have hope for my generation. I don't know with your generation, though. It's kind of crazy and messed up, though. You know what's funny is our generation hates your generation. Like, we hate you guys. <laughs> We hate Same. every teenager. It, the teenagers are fucking pain in the ass. Now, and you're different, okay? So you're going to be the exception to this rule. But by and okay. large, like everything you said, like your generation is fucking, you know how many of us ago, you guys are weak, you're soft, mm-hmm. you're entitled, you're brats. I mean, like we hate teenagers of the now. And I think a lot of that is also envy jealousy like we're jealous mm-hmm. we're bitter about us getting old in a time okay well it's different all right so i think there's a lot well, of people I think it's more of like oh sorry no no fine, fine i just think it's a lot there's a lot of people my generation that look back at how we grew up and mm-hmm. know that you guys will never experience that um and a lot of us feel good about that we're like oh okay yeah you're never gonna know what it's like to do this yet I, on the other hand, am not one of those. I envy your accessibility. I envy mm-hmm. your connectivity with the rest of the world. I envy your social media 
um, existent at a, t- at a time where I wish I had it at your age. Like, if I were 19 with social media, dude, I would fuck it up, man. You know, like, it, was, it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're and- actually true. I, I have the same insight because um, I, I, I agree that we have a lot of, um, we get to do a lot of stuff compared to those people back then we get we get more information yeah, we have man. more opportunities and it's big sometimes it's even global and that's quite overwhelming but then sometimes and i i, I still agree with you that some of us are really brats just because they're given this opportunity right but but uh, yes and i think we were brats when we were your age and the people my age now when they looked at us they were like you fucking guys with your stupid cars <laughs> you know or something i don't know whatever but i um <laughs> I think we're always going to dislike a generation or two uh, away from ours, and we're going to be bitter. Sometimes we're going to be jealous. I think I'm more jealous than anything. I know us people my age, we get mad at people your age for pulling out their cell phone for every little moment. Everything. Oh, pull out the cell phone. Take a picture. Oh, pull out the cell phone. Fucking record this. Go to a concert, and instead of us watching the concert, there's 10,000 cameras lifted up. And while a lot of people my age hate that shit, I love it, man. I love that you can do that. I love that you can document it. Mm-hmm. I love that, you know, you don't need film. You don't need to carry a camera in your backpack. You have one in your pocket at all times. I love it. Now, of course, I'm still relatively young, and I can do all of those things that you're doing, referencing uh, documentation stuff. I'm talking about being young, though. If I were young and have that, if I'd young and I, if I were young and had that accessibility and that just drive and energy to document everything, that would be super, super cool for a person like me. I'm okay with mm-hmm. you guys at concerts recording videos and not watching because you want to relish the moment and be able to rewatch it again and again. I know a lot of fucking old people like, well, no, I mean, you're there for the performance <laughs> and it gets, oh, fuck you. Because... If I'm going to pay that kind of money and I pull out my phone and I record the entire experience, while I might be, yes, not paying attention as much as I would if I didn't have the camera, I get to have it forever. And I get to have it forever in high definition. And I don't have to sit back and look like I do now at some things when I didn't have a camera and go... You know where you have to actually kind of think you, you have it. So I'm with you guys, mm-hmm. man. I, I'm gonna defend as much as possible your generation. As much as yes, sometimes. Oh, thank you very much. As, as much as yes, sometimes you guys are fucking irritating. But that's just because I'm old and you're young and I'm jealous. But to have Tinder at 19, to have those things that I did, man, I, I it would be so much fun. But anyway, and <laughs> this is not what you're calling about. Sorry, I completely mm-hmm. went away from it. That was like 10 minutes it's of, okay, it's okay. of you guys are. Not as bad as I think everybody else thinks. And we're going to get to your question. What do you want to talk about here tonight? Yeah. So, um, you know, EQC, like the quarantine is making ECQ. everyone crazy. <laughs> yeah, ECQ. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No problem. Yeah, it's making it's you crazy. It's making me crazy too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, actually, my parents, just a little bit of backstory. My parents have been, um, they're not separated, but they're like apart. So, basically, my dad works. Um, in another country and my mom stays with us so they rarely get to see one another and like they rarely interact face to face okay because yeah. yeah so with this quarantine my parents are actually together in one house for like I think three months already and I think they're rediscovering themselves I don't know what's happening between them and like 
and they're fighting, like oh. shouting. And I, I thought you were gonna say you walked in on them rediscovering themselves. No, <laughs> no not okay, it's a bad thing then. Okay, so yeah. Wait, wait, but wait, wait, like, hold on. Do you? Sorry, sorry. I, I hate to cut you off. Just, just so I can get the kind of uh, gist of this. When you say they're together in one house, you're not with them, or are you with them? Oh, I'm with them. Okay, I'm so okay, so your dad is home then, in this, in, in a sense, right? Yeah. And you're you're witnessing yeah. them every single day. Yeah. And how long has he been gone? I, I know he comes home every now and then. I'm assuming, but how long yeah. has it been since that started? Like, has it been since you were a young child? He's been gone, or uh, you know? I think. I think since I was nine or eight, he's been li- leaving the country and working abroad. And what is it? What does he do? Is he a seaman? Is he an engineer? Is he a cruise ship? Or like, I want to, I want, I want to get paint a picture of how gone he really is. Mm-hmm. So he's actually an aircraft uh, consultant no in the shit. U.S. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah. He's my hero. Um, and then, how long is he gone? So um, he's gone for like. Uh, 10 to 11 years 12 years 13 give or take but yeah so no 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 wait 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 wait. He co- he's gone what I mean how long is he gone is it how much of the year is he gone like in a percentage oh. or like is he gone 10 months of the year is he gone 6 months is he gone on average 3 months of the year is he gone 3 weeks every month if, if you can paint so, some kind of picture on what the time is so basically, since my dad works uh, abroad, and he's one of the lucky ones who goes home every month, but sometimes um, it adjusts depending on his project. So I think around 10 times a year, he goes home for like three to one week. No shit. Okay, so three he's... Three days to one week. Yeah, so he's gone. He's gone t- 11 months of yeah. the year. Because if he yeah. goes home, if he goes 10 times a year and he stays several days up to a week let's put that at 50 days a year because right that would be somewhere in the middle of that would be like 50 because third if it's 30 days yeah so yeah he's he's gone fucking yeah 10 months a year 10 and a half yeah um well let's um make let's include holidays let's just say that okay let's say he's He's but but he's gone well more than half the year well more than half yeah let's go nine months okay so He's back. He's been back back for three months now, and there you just said fighting a lot. Yeah. Okay. Is that was that your problem tonight? Oh, cause, so my problem is basically, um, we my my siblings who are way old, younger than me, like twelve years old. They've been hearing this, and they're coming. They're going. They're asking Ate what's happening, or are they gonna separate? Because sometimes they're really. They really fight, but not physically though, like yeah. verbal lang. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very thankful for that because you know I right, know right, it's, right. it can get worse. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I'm I'm concerned with my um, siblings' mental health because you know we're so entitled, like our generation. But like, woke, I understand man. Woke. where they're coming from. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just very concerned with that, and I don't know how I'm gonna approach my parents to like tell them and say yo chill and like can you <laughs> lower down your voices how bad is it can getting like, like, what's was there a one line that you heard that was like okay no this is this is really bad or is it just oh, the so frequency i think um i think my dad because he kind of gets i don't know what's up with him but like um recently my mom my mom my grandmother just died my mom's mom so 
And it's really hard for all of us because we're in quarantine and we weren't able to take right, care right. of her before she died. Right. And then um, I think my mom's in this kind of phase where like, uh, you know, when you're grieving. So it's kind of hard since you're just, you're em- emotionally unstable. Right, right. Yeah. So totally. my dad, my dad keeps on telling, like, um, involving that my grandmother's death to their arguments. And I think it's kind of bad. Yeah, that's really below the belt. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Anne, what is exactly the question? Did you say it yet? Oh. You, did you want to, like, what's exactly what you want me to, quote-unquote, advise you on, I guess? Okay, how can I approach my parents without being disrespectful and telling them about what's happening with me and my siblings? that we also get affected with what they're doing and their arguments and their fights. Because it yeah. came to the point that I want them to f- separate because <laughs> it's kind of... Right, right. All the words are kind of harsh for me. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and man, I'm, I'm so glad that you're taking the lead on this. And honestly, like, joking aside about your generation and all that stuff that we were talking about a little earlier, it is very mature and very responsible of you to go, okay, hey, listen... As the ate, I gotta, I gotta get involved here. You shouldn't ever have to, but I'm glad that mm-hmm. it is something that's on your radar and that you are considering the mental health of your siblings. That's awesome. Okay, that's really, really great. Uh, lastly, real quick before I get to your question, how old are your parents? Oh, uh, my parents are forty years old. Jesus, they're younger than me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. And um. <laughs> Are they educated? Like your dad, the man is smart, right? Because I mean, he wouldn't be at his position. They're 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 smart guys, right? Yeah, they yeah. both graduated in La Salle as well. La Salle. Okay, so they, they they know they know what's up, right? And it, the fact that yeah. your your parents are younger than me, it's great because then I can actually talk to you the way that I, as a parent, would like my daughter in this case would talk to me about what's going on. Now, as a parent, um. And I don't know if your father shares the same mentality, but because we're of the same generation, I went to La Salle as well. We're of the same educational background. I like aviation. So that's not related to this, but <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping he might be similar to I, uh, the way I am, right? And this is one of the more difficult issues as a parent to deal with because it's so easy to say, well, every couple fights and every marriage has its ups and downs. Okay, fine. That's true. The cliche is true. Every couple fight. But... Where is the limit to what is acceptable wherein our kids don't get damaged by it or hurt by it or bothered in the very least bothered by it? What's the acceptable acceptable amount of inevitable conflict before it becomes too much for them and it starts to affect them? That's terrifying for me because it's so fucking easy, Anne to pass that line and it's really difficult at times to even identify what the line is because we can always hide with well everybody's got problems yeah that's true but how much of how often is it that you've crossed the line of what's toxic for everybody in the house and sometimes it takes a person like you to draw that line for them because it's so easy to see where it is Uh, especially for somebody who's not as familiar with the family, even though he's a big part of the family, like your dad. He could easily not know what your boundaries are because he's just not exposed enough to you. And you, as the 19-year-old concerned one, can give that to him. 
Uh, and that would, in fact, be most effective for me, a person like me. Because I can get in an argument with my wife and we can say shit like, this is your fault. No, this is your fault. No, you go too far. No, you go too far. And not even absorb it because we're so angry at the person and I don't want your criticism. But if our daughter or our son comes up to me and says, hey, this is really affecting me. The impact it would have for me is massive. In fact, this, is, this, in, this, this did happen here in our household recently where uh, Chopper and I were in an argument and it was a pretty heated argument, a pretty loud argument. And then Amsterdam, who's the youngest, I don't know if you know who Amsterdam is, but she's yeah. our daughter, she's tiny. She came up and she drew a picture and she drew a picture of me and Chopper, just stick figure, and then she put daddy, and she put mommy, and then she put me, her, and it was a sad face. And in that moment, oh my God, I, I teared up because it took an intervention of a five-year-old at the time to draw a stick figure picture of her being sad at what the argument we were having. And man, it's so powerful, and. And yeah. sometimes it's so easy, as I said, for us to not know, okay, when is it actually affecting? Yes, we're going to argue. Yes, we're going to say bad words. But when, when is it too much? How am I supposed to know? These are kids. I'm not in their brains. And, and the fact that your siblings are, getting, are, are now approaching you or you guys are talking about it, it's, it's crossing the line. And, and, and don't worry about, am I being disrespectful? Like, that should, that should be a non-issue. By default, I think you're respectful already, Anne. I don't think you're a fucking pain-in-the-ass daughter or rebellious fuck-you-guys type of girl anyway. But please don't make that one of the top issues. This is urgent. And, if he, if, and you don't have to go there and kiss his ass and go, uh, excuse me, po, puede ben natin i... No, 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 no. You go in there and go, guys, listen up. The other two, I think you said two, right? Including yourself? Oh, uh, How many? Uh, we're actually four. Okay, so the other three and yeah. I have been holding this in for a while. We're scared. We're terrified. And I'm sick and tired of hearing this shit because it's affecting their mental health. It's affecting the way they look at you. It's affecting the way they are learning regarding how to, add, uh, how to address conflict. And I know that you're not here a great majority of the time. And maybe you're um, having your own little, uh, what is called a cabin fever because you're not traveling and all of that stuff. But that shit with the grandma, uh, with the Lola and stuff like that, that's, that's below the belt. That's beneath you. You're an educated man. Act like it. Like, be tough. Yeah. Be tough and be disappointed. You don't have to fight fire with fire, but you really do have to stand up for yourself and your siblings. And I'm sorry that this is on your shoulders. Now, I know this is not the Filipino way. You know, you, you, respect, your elder, yeah, you respect your elders <laughs> and all this stuff, but your parents are young enough to know what's up. You know, you're not addressing a 70-year-old father who's already starting to get a little slow in the brain and all of that no your parents are definitely within a at least cognitively they're there they're all there so you can treat them that way 
Now, I know it's easy because like, you watch these American movies or these British movies and stuff like that. And when these families argue and then the parents come or the kids come in, the, in the movies, they're like, our children are here. Let's take this up later. Or they'll do the, our children are here. They could hear this. Pero sa atin, di ba, sa Pilipinas, it's like, and the kids are standing right there. I don't know if it's a Pinoy yeah. thing or what we see in the movies is not realistic. It really does happen. People fight in front of each other all the time. Where is that line? And, and you've drawn the line here with me. You've drawn it already prior, but I'm saying you've at least expressed it to me. Now it's, hey, go tell them. And be fucking firm. Just be firm. Okay. And if your dad gives you the whole entitled bullshit that the speech that I gave you when you first got on the show, tell him to fuck off. Because you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your siblings who are scared. Okay. <laughs> does any of Thank this, does any of this either A, make sense, or B, do you agree that you can, with me, like, do you agree that this is an option? Because it's easier than yeah, said than I done. Yeah, I do, I do. You know? Yeah, it is. But, you know, I, I, I really love my siblings, and I know I need to put them first. You I know, love it. I before love it. my own pride, or my own. And well, well, I, I don't think you're being proudful by doing this. I think maybe the line is, I got to put them before, gosh, what would it be? I love my siblings. I have to put them before this whole, oh, let your parents be your parents. Let them go through their conflict. Let relationships that have fights, let it be the way because that's normal. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that might be a, a good way to look at it. Like, yes, couples are going to fight. You yourself, Anne, will fight with your spouse someday. Um, but there are things bigger than that. And it is really the way you guys feel about your parents and the way you guys feel about them arguing. That's more important than all of that. Whatever petty bullshit they're fucking fighting about. And, and and please, Anne. I guess. Sorry, sorry. I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. One one last thing, and then I'll let you. No, it's okay. It's okay. Please, Anne. When you um, talk guess... to when you talk to your father, please tell him the bringing in the Lola thing is so below the belt. It's so beneath him. It's so disrespectful. And in fact, I would even use the word. It's kind of disgusting that you go there. You're my father. I should have a little bit more. Um, I should kind of be proud of you a little bit more than this. Because you're supposed to be kind of the head of the household traditionally. But for you to go there is so gross. And you should be ashamed of yourself. I would use that line. Mm, I agree. That's disgusting. Dude, if, if, if Chopper did that to me and, and if my mom passed away, I would fucking lose my fucking brain. To, if that somebody would go that far. Especially considering you did not get a chance to grieve for her that he would go that far it's it's fucking gross and i would make sure he knows it okay okay you don't have to say oh, it with all the bad you don't have to say it with all the bad words <laughs> yeah you don't have to say it with all the bad words that i say yeah. how i say it but you and yeah. i are different i would be that direct i would be that aggressive okay sure yeah thank you yep all right. but i think 
I I can do that while still, you know, protecting my siblings, protecting my keeping my relationship with my father because I'm actually quite close. To good, him. good. No, listen, the, your closeness. I'm so close with Amsterdam. When she drew the when she drew the the, the picture, it affected me way more than anyone else's criticism about anything I've ever done. Because we are close. See, and that's that's why you should do it. Because if you are close, it means more. When you are more mm-hmm. transparent about how you feel and how angry you are about it and how concerned you are about it, it 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 makes it more real. It, it, it's it's the difference between you go on social media and somebody says, "Hey Mo, your show sucks." I mean, yeah, fuck you, fuck off. I don't listen to your ass. But if someone close to me and said, "Hey, yeah, the podcast is really garbage," I'd be, like, "Oh my god, really?" It's mm-hmm. because yeah, we're close. That I want you to do it, but 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 don't do it. Don't <laughs> copy my style because maybe yeah, you're not as sure. angry as I am about it. But I think the reason why I'm not yet that angry is because I know that they were in the heat of the moment and they weren't thinking about what they were saying. Well, it doesn't matter though. It's still for a twelve-year-old, a nine-year-old, or how old your siblings are. It doesn't matter. What matters is they are hearing it and they're affected by it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, I Anne. Yeah. Thanks, Anne. Thank I, you. I love this call. Love this call. Love you. You're the best. I mean, really. Thanks for the call. Yes. And it's so refreshing. Please do hit me if you call me anytime by anything. Yeah. I'll update you. <laughs> yeah. Either you update. Yeah. Either you update me about this or just whatever. Whatever is going on. I, I want to keep in touch with, with what's going on with your generation. It's good for me. It's good for the show. Sure. All right, so if okay. you were like, yeah, this fucking guy did it. Okay, I'm calm, boom, fucking make some boom. You, you, you call me. Yeah. All right, All right cool. Sure. Thanks, Anne. You're Thank the best. You. Appreciate it. Right, have a good day. Good luck. Stay safe. Thank you, Mo. All right, you too. Stay safe. All right, bye. Oh, man. Uh, it's always refreshing again to, to, to hear the drama that we can all relate to that Anne is going through when we were 19. But... Uh, at the same time, it is good. See, this is the good part about that generation. There's no way in hell we, we're doing that. We're not, we, we probably wouldn't have done that. But the woke generation, the hate mental health from siblings generation that these young people have, I love that. I love it. I know not a lot of people my age love that shit. Don't give a fuck. No, I don't think you're fire. Fuck you guys. Tell them to fuck off. It's my shit. We'll take a break. When we come back, more of the show. You're just a good time to more of the podcast season seven. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, I'll go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo. The podcasts have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo. The podcasts have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Welcome back to the show. You are listening to Good Times and Well, the podcast, season 7, episode number 44, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Quickly, I wanted to bring this up uh, before we take our next call. So recently on Instagram, I would post somewhat like my outfit of the day. I would take a photo of my pair of jeans and the pair of shoes I'm wearing for the day because... At work at the airport this past two weeks, we've had free jeans every day. Like you could wear jeans every day. 
just because it, things are kind of running slow, I think, in the uh, aviation environment, right? So we can just kind of be a little bit more casual for a couple of weeks, and that was kind of nice of them to do that. And what I would do is I would take photos of my jeans and my shoes that I'm wearing for that day. And, and then I get these messages on Instagram, and I've gotten maybe, I would say, 10 of them, where it's, Idol, paarbor naman yung sapatos mo pag ayaw mo na. It, it, you get that's that's that arbor thing has been happening forever, right? I remember in high school, oh, mo, arbor naman yung kap mo. You know, there's a lot of that, and this is probably one of the most irritating parts of our culture for me is the arbor naman yan. It's especially if it's kind of new, like you just bought your shoes and somebody's already asking for them when you don't want them. I know we're big on charity culturally, we want handouts, like that's just kind of maybe part of who we are, whether it has something to do with our economic status as a nation or maybe that's what Filipinos are. They want free shit. Everybody wants free shit, but we want free shit even more. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I always find it weird that, okay, so I just bought a new pair of shoes. I OOTD'd it on stories. And there's a random stranger from around the world who's asking me to give it to him. Like I would... Put it in the mail, which cost maybe, I don't know, 70 US dollars probably to mail it to you if you're in Asia. To give it to you because we're your stranger and I'm just going to give it to you that way. Like, if we were in an arena, like NBA players do it. And you're like, oh, hey, guys, man, I'm a big fan. I was fucking in. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take out my shoes and I'll write in. I'll just give it to you. That's probably I, I get it. But what I don't get is like on IG, it's like, I'm going to just mail it to you? The outward culture, that's got to be one of the ones that irritate me the most. And it's everything, by the way. It's not just shoes. It's cap. I mean, the moment, like, you could be at the mall and you can take a picture of you at a sale and go, wow, look at this t-shirt I bought on sale for 50% off from Uniqlo. You're going to get somebody go, t-shirt man. It's like, I just got it. I just got it. And you want it and you're a stranger and I'm going to mail it to you? <laughs> like, really? Come on, let's get that shit out of the way. I don't know. It's maybe a pet peeve of mine. Let's take our third call. Next call. Let's talk to Lance, who's 26. Lance is in Manila, and he is on the show for the first time. Hey, Lance. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah. Hey, Mo. Thanks for having me. You are somewhat new to the podcast. You only started listening last year, I believe, correct? You told me that off air. Yeah, yeah. I started last year. Uh, uh, the podcast was referred by a friend. So since then, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to your podcast every time I'm working. And even now, because, you know, our setup is a work-from-home setup. Right, right, right. So during work, I listen to our podcast. What do you, what do, you do for a living? What's your job? Uh, yeah, so I'm with a... Uh, basically private equity firm yeah uh, so uh, basically i'm a investment accountant nice okay sounds good yeah i have no idea what the fuck that means but i'm just gonna say it sounds it sounds important it sounds basically, successful doing, it, so, it sounds like you have a good job well yeah you could you could say that basically i'm i'm i'm, I'm like uh, doing doing reports for investments like that 
stock stock market investments those kind of stuff wait a minute so uh, if i may then is the world coming into an end economically are you like are we in the bad shape because of all of this hmm. well because my industry is private equity basically our industry isn't really the public market so we're not affected as much as the public market is affected right now but yes we are currently experiencing i guess a global recession with this pandemic so, but i don't think it's you know it's the end of end of the financial market right, you know really you know like, it will eventually bounce down. yeah is it a good time for a person like me but see i know nothing about this so i don't even know what the fuck i'm asking but is it a is it a uh is it a good time to jump on uh like buying stocks when shit's down if if you know you're not hurting too much well that's a good question it it's actually it actually depends on what type of investor are you if you're going to be a long-term investor or if you're if you're just want to if you want to be a short-term investor say if you want to be a long-term investor definitely it's 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 a good time to buy because everything is on sale as they say it's you know uh there's this one stock uh like for example security bank right yeah. i believe the last time i checked uh, the the price for security bank per stock is at it's around 86 pesos per share and that was their stock price back then at when it was 2013 so that's a That was the price seven years ago. So yeah, yeah, sure. If you're a long-term investor, if you want to hold it for the next year, two years, yeah, sure, sure, go into the market. But if you're a short-term investor, you still need to really learn how the you know the technical aspect and the fundamental aspect of things. Got it. Okay, I'll keep that in mind if in case I flirt in in it and and you know do that. Anyway, uh, Lance, you're calling tonight about your love life, so nothing about money or anything. Well, it might be related <laughs> yeah. to money. We'll see. But what is uh -huh. uh, what, what's your question here, man? Yeah. So, before background, right? So, I've been I've been in a relationship for um, uh, over a year now. Uh, okay. So, I met this girl uh, at the bar somewhere in Makati. Yeah. <laughs> so we met and basically. Trust me, back then. First... Listen, back in the day. Now you're really young, right? How old are you again? You're mm -hmm. uh, 26. Back in the day, <laughs> if you met a girl at a bar, you'd be like, "Okay, that's a red flag." Mm -hmm. Like that's that's like meeting her on Tinder. Now, I know. The, I... Now the bar is like <laughs> church compared to Tinder, right? Like. <laughs> meeting, after, yeah. Yeah, meeting a girl at the bar now is like meeting her at a library <laughs> compared to what is mm -hmm. out there right now. Okay, so you met her at a bar, and then what? So so I met her at a bar so apparently so so we started texting and, and such right so apparently uh, her office is just across my office and then we started dating and then and then we we became official right so it's been over a year now and I'm 26 and I've been I've been through a couple of relationships I had two exes before her okay uh lasted for four years so before meeting her I was like I think three years single right so I'm 26 and you know we 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 had discussions about the future plans and whatnot basically my question is when is the right time to to get engaged i mean um cuz cuz she's giving me hints that she wants you know she wants to get right. married or at right. least to get engaged and i do well i am sure that you know if i want to I mean it's it's not a question of whether I'm 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 sure of her. Yeah. It's more of it's more of a question financially. Is there like a like a 
you should have this much in the bank or should have this property, maybe a lot or whatnot, before you can even think about getting engaged or proposing like that. So I think I think we're all different, or we the times have changed. Okay, and and mm-hmm. this is going to be my opinion, right? So obviously, mm-hmm. this is just one person's opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. It used to be, if we, we were talking about old school, right? We meet a girl at a bar, it's a red flag. Now we meet a girl at a bar, it's fine. <laughs> same kind. Of, let's use the same mindset. It used to be, you don't get married unless you're financially stable. You don't get married until you have a property, as you said, to put a house on. Mm-hmm. Unless, mm-hmm. Uh, unless me mm-hmm. bahai, you don't get married. That's super old school, because I yeah. think the back then it was most of the time it was the male who was working, the female mm-hmm. is going to stay at home and take care of the, the home economics and all of that stuff, and that's why you mm-hmm. needed a house. Okay, so sure. your wife has somewhere to be and to take care of, and you go out and work. That's mm-hmm. I think that used to be the thing. Okay, I could be wrong. Financial stability was important. A home, having a structure that was in your name was important. I don't mm-hmm. feel that way at all anymore. In fact, financial stability, stability might be more important for you when you have children, but not when you have uh, getting married. Does, does, your, does your girlfriend or wife-to-be soon, does she have a job and she have a stable job? Yeah, she, she has a stable job. Okay, so, it's a decent job. Yeah. Right. Okay. So th- that's a good thing. So that's a good thing that both of you guys are working and that you will continue to work, I'm assuming, when you guys get married. You know what's most yeah, important definitely. to me? And, and you, mm-hmm. didn't, you didn't bring this up, and maybe that's because you're a financial guy and that's how your mind works. I don't know. but mm-hmm. Or maybe you're old school. I don't know. But if you're asking me, Mo, when would you know it's time to settle down? The top, yeah. of, my, the top of the stuff on my list, man, has everything to do with chemistry how you guys act when there's conflict, what her family mm-hmm. was like, what mm-hmm. your communication is like, what I mean, mm-hmm. it has everything to do with conflict, conflict and how you resolve it. Because when you get married and you start being together with someone for 7, 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20 years, that's a lot of fighting. What are you like when you're pissed off? What is she like when she's pissed off? What are you guys like together when you're arguing? How long does it take to make up? Uh, are you the type of couple, which I agree, don't go to sleep fighting? But that's fucking impossible sometimes. Or are you the couple yeah, that true. if kumaga <laughs> kayo, you know, you're going to leave right away. You're going to threaten breakups. You're going to sleep mm-hmm. in the other room. If those, are the, if those are the ways you guys are handling shit, I would not get married in one year of being together, you know. So, so, so you think a year is? A bit, I think a, a year is. Hard. I think is a year is quick, but it's not stupid. Just mm-hmm. as long as you've mm-hmm. had experience with conflict, and it doesn't have to be conflict between the both of you. It could be something that would happen to her. Like you know, you're driving in the mm-hmm. car, something really bad happened to her at work, and you just sit there and you assess. You assess how does she handle this stuff? Does she badmouth people? Is she overly upset at shit? Does she throw shit? The, you know, does it get medjo over mm-hmm. the line? Is it overly dramatic? Yeah, yeah. Because all of that shit will translate into your fights. And assess yourself as well. I mean, I don't want to just blame it on your girlfriend, right? But you got to look at yourself. <laughs> how do I handle conflict and how does she react to the way I handle it? That's way more important okay. to me than financial stability, honestly. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you're right. But, you know, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm speaking too soon, right? Because we've just been together for... Yeah, maybe you haven't had the big fight yet. <laughs> Uh, we do we do have fights every now and then, 
but the thing is, you know, Mo, I've been I've been on two relationships which were relatively I mean they were they were long term as well, right? But I don't know if it's masyado cheesy to say now, you know, maybe I'm 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 contented with her. Like I know her in the span of a year. I mean I I because we started we, we started casually. Casually, when we started, I you know it's very very casual, and then we became I guess friends. So so there were no you know best foot forward, and right? Throughout right. the relation, throughout the relationship, you know I saw her bad side. She saw my bad side. I mean her family issues, my family issues, and you know we we try to work things out. And I don't know if it's too early to say na I figured her out because. I know, naman, uh, eventually there would be things that you wouldn't you, you know, would you wouldn't expect that she can do or she has that. But I'm I'm pretty much confident to say that yeah, in terms of compatibility, I think we're good. Then that's what I want to hear because I'm mm-hmm. not going to talk you out of it. 26 mm-hmm. while early is not stupid because what if you want to start a family early because you want to have two three kids that you can enjoy while relatively young i'm okay with a plan like that i, I i'm not sure if that's where you want to be but i'm just talking to everybody that, in that's actually the that's actually where i'm coming from because i'm 26 i'd be turning 27 the next the next year and you know with all with all the covid and shit you know i i, I just came to a really realization that you know life is short i can i, I can the, totally support that before the like uh, when I, because I, I came from bad breakup, right? I came from a long distance relationship, four years, and then you know, I found out she's been living in with a guy there while I'm here, Kamipa. So that was really bad, and you know, I I became pessimistic about relationships and marriages. But then when when I met her, you know, everything changed. Like, so just to share, maybe the the thing that changed my mind is when she said because I was telling her I told you we were casual at first and then I told her well and then she asked she asked me but I come a girlfriend and then I told her uh, you know I I want to be there when I get a girlfriend or eventually sell down by but what I mean by being there is successful financially stable and whatnot and then what she said really amazed me when she said that you can what but you can have someone then the both of you can get there. So, so you know, it was something. So it shows, even those those uh, few words showed, you know, her value values and right, and right. all. So, so that's why I pursued her. Okay, and, and I'm again, and, 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 you, and Lance, I'm I'm all good with this. I'm all good with it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you told me that necessarily strikes as oh okay you know there's a red flag like i i don't i don't see mm-hmm. any right mm-hmm. all i'm telling you is conflict resolution that's it man mm-hmm. and that goes for all of you guys financial financial stability i would even put i would put that maybe fourth no fourth is probably low I mean, like third on the list of really third important. on the list what's the second on the list <laughs> i don't know i'm leaving it blank just to show you guys that money in these days, you know, as we're the mm-hmm. young, the new generation, your young generation, you twenty-six-year-old guy, you guys are going to earn money. You will because it's a two-income. Mm-hmm. It's usually now a two-income household. The mm-hmm. two-income household. Th- th- that's a that's that's mandatory these days, mm-hmm. and that's great because then she can pursue a career and 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 it be uh, something that's fulfilling. And then the money mm-hmm. to have two incomes coming in, you guys will be able to beat most of life's challenges financially. 
That's financial mm-hmm. stability. Having two careers is financial stability, whether you are liquid or not, in my opinion. You're the financial guy. Okay. Okay. But you can, there's promise there. I don't want you to put your life on hold relationship wise because you don't think you, you can afford a lot that puts three bedroom house on. Well, then you're so just, you don't have to have that checklist na kailangan with, you know, at least material checklist that you have to have a lot or whatnot and this savings. This just savings. as long as you're promising, kind of like your stocks that you were telling me earlier, right? If you play the long mm-hmm. game and you look, okay, you know what? In seven years, in eight years, where we are with our educational attainment and what I know about you, the person that you are and how ambitious you are and how hardworking you are, there's no reason to think that you would be unemployed for any long period of time. You are That's really highly, <laughs> highly employable human being, right? Because you're highly employable, I'm going to invest in you. I'm going to invest my life in you knowing that in seven years, I know you're going to be okay financially and I'm going to be okay financially because I know my myself and you know me so why are we going to stress about not having a house today when i know we will Mm -hmm. seven years from now because how can you not you're too promising of an individual to not then good that to me that's financial stability okay that's that's a good that's a good point yeah now yeah because i was was about to ask you what's i mean what do you mean with financial stability because it may vary right Yes. But yeah, yeah, I got your point. No, no, if you're fucking lazy and you're a loser and I could see that, like, oh, it's time to go to work and you're the type now, oh, you're going to ask all the day. Mm-hmm. When I, if I see all of that, I'm out. That's a red flag, man. Because <laughs> that, that screams financial instability at some point. So, it, so, right, so yeah, what I'm, I'm asking you guys is don't look at the numbers, look at the quality of human being. Look at conflict resolution. I'll say it a million times because that's everything for me. Look at the promise that the person can bring uh, several years down the line. Will they age well or will they spoil? Will they be like wine or will they be like cheese and mold? You have to be able to see that in advance. And how do you see it? You investigate their family. You investigate their past relationships. You investigate their past work. Vet. Do your, do your research. If, you, know, right. you don't just jump on Facebook and look at a bunch of pictures. You have to find <laughs> out what happened. What happened to them? Because right, right. what it. you're asking is a lifelong commitment, generally speaking. I know that all marriages, are, of course, are successful. Mm-hmm. But at least in this moment, you want it to be successful. So you got to look. Course, yeah. You got to look. You got to read. You got to find out. You got to investigate. And, and, and then I, you have to assess what are we like when we're arguing what are you, what is this person like when she's upset when something goes wrong man that's fucking everything it's i can't All stress right. it enough <laughs> i cannot stress it enough it's everything yeah i was i was thinking more about financial things financial stuff and you know <laughs> maybe nah, that's, that's just me <laughs> but that, no and and i think that is and maybe this is just me cuz remember the backgrounds mm-hmm. you and i come from okay lance mm-hmm. you come from mm-hmm. from the financial side of the world so it dominates Maybe your mindset. I come from the love problem part of the world, right? Where people call and fucking cheating and fucking boyfriends, fucking abusive and all that stuff. And now all of a sudden that's really important to me because I'm I'm surrounded by it. So maybe we're biased naturally. By default, we're biased because of where we come from in the world. And and that's fine. Like uh, That's why I said when I started this entire speech, I could be wrong. But I'll tell you right now, for me, what's most important is can you get along in the toughest of times? Because if you're going to be together for a long time, which that's what you're trying to do forever, you got to be mm-hmm. good when shit goes bad. All right. Yeah, yeah, got that. Gotcha. You know. But, 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 but 
Hello? Yeah, 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 I'm listening. Another question, though. Uh, is a two-year engagement too long? Because that, that's what I have in mind. It, it, it feels long, but, but all of this is relative, right, Lance? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't see the... I don't, honestly, I don't see why you would propose in one year only to wait two years to get married. I would flip it. I would wait two years to propose and then one year mm-hmm. of engagement um, if we're talking numbers here. Uh, I, I'm assuming, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that you're trying to propose now yeah. to lock down the promise, you know, the, the, <laughs> without having the intention you know, of actually having the party. Giving, she's, giving, she's been hinting me about it. She's been hinting me that she wants it. And, you know, I do want her for 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 like, you know, to marry her so you know but I, I just listened to your call with Derek Ramsey and you yeah. know the it's the ultimatum I remember yeah yeah so, yeah, parang, right. so parang for me signature naman ako sayo, and I'm I think you really want it na, so yeah sure but we have to wait for another two years okay look what happened to Derek Ramsey though remember he called the show right he asked mm-hmm. me this question and we talked mm-hmm. about it and all of that stuff he's now with some other girl okay that relationship oh, did okay. not work out. It didn't work out <laughs> pretty soon after that call, too, right? He was with what was her name? Was it Marie? Was he with Marie Jasmine or something? Oh, no, no, it wasn't Marie Jasmine. Who, uh, I don't know whose girlfriend. His, his girlfriend now is the uh, Andrea Torres, right? Oh, so he didn't end up no, with, with dude, that girl no. on season. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. <laughs> and they broke up pretty quickly after that. It has nothing to do with the call, of course. But the jinx what? I did not jinx it. But but remember, I mean, it, it, he sounded like you. He was like, "Yeah, I love my girlfriend," and she's hinting about it. And I don't know. I guess I'm ready, but I want to wait. I, I want to wait until my yeah. career is done. And there was all these other kind of things going on. And he, mm-hmm. it didn't work out. No, no. Obviously, you're you're not Derek, and your life is not his, and and whatever. Yeah. You seem to be way more into marrying than he was. Like he sounded reserved. You sound assertive yeah, you about it. Right? <laughs> so I don't want to link the both of you because obviously, logically, that's poor. But yeah. mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is, if you're if you're telling me that you heard his call and just like him, blah, 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 well, I want to tell you just like him, guess what? It didn't work mm-hmm. out. And if it, <laughs> if it comes too early, you know, there's always that risk. Yeah. Okay, listen. One year, one year together, two-year engagement, I have no problem with. I prefer you to flip it around. But you know what? Who are we kidding anyway? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because you can break up just like that in an engagement it doesn't make it any more difficult because you guys are not married it's when you're married True. that breaking up is really a problem so either mm-hmm. way it's still going to be two years from now if you pop the question later this year it's still going to be two years from now and that's and mm-hmm. that's that's ample amount of time for you to knock out the checklist that both you and i have regarding marriage financial all right chemistry uh, mm-hmm. Compatibility, conflict—all of that stuff is is important. So, so you ask me, okay, what's number two on my list? And then we'll get out of here. Yeah, what's number two? Okay. So, I'll mm-hmm. put financial stability third. I'll put conflict mm-hmm. resolution number one, and then I will conflict. put. There might even be related to number one, but chemistry. I think chemistry is really important. Um, mm-hmm. No, wait, hold on. Let me see. I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, they 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 can be two separate you things: conflict resolution and chemistry. Yeah, okay, because there's chemistry, sexual yeah. chemistry. There's yeah, there, there's yeah. All... yeah. Chemistry is something else, and you know how you deal with problems and resolve them is another thing. Or I may I may be wrong. Well, because there's bad chemistry, and bad chemistry can be very much related to conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so if so, let's go conflict resolution slash chemistry as a number one and number two. I, and this is all right now in the moment, and I could probably change my mind five minutes from now when we hang up. But sure. I think it's what I like. Hold on. I'm trying to. Do you have more? Do you have qualities about you that I mm-hmm. find to be a pet peeve? How do I say that? Oh, uh, uh, okay. How do I say You that? know, like, the things that ticks you off. Yeah, like the stuff that pisses me off about humans. Do you have that? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure okay. if that's chemistry or, or anything. It can be. It can fall under chemistry too, because that's going to be a part of the whole chemistry thing, right? Yeah, but I can't associate that with like sex. I think sex chemistry is so important. Like sexual chemistry, I think is so important, and yeah, a, a strong sex life. But that's for me because I, I I like that stuff, right? Um, my my when I say the stuff that pisses me off about humans, do you do it? It's like okay, Halimbaba, we're at a restaurant. The order is mm-hmm. ruined, and you berate the waiter or the, the chef. <laughs> yeah. right? like people uh-huh. who do that, I hate fucking those people. That I'm not sure has anything to do with chemistry. <laughs> those people who make a scene, right? Yeah, if you make a scene, that pisses me off. Like that really irates me. If you don't say thank you, if you don't say please, if you walk in your Japanese restaurant and they do that phrase, I don't know what that phrase, how am I or whatever, and you just walk <laughs> right through without acknowledging them, that pisses me yeah. off. I'm not sure that's chemistry between you and I. I think that's just you being a fucking asshole. So I'm, that's why I'm going to separate it from chemistry and I'm going to say it has okay. nothing to do with you and I. It has everything to do with you. Do you oh, do yeah, okay. things? Now I see. The, yeah. Now I see the point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you do things that pisses me off about the human race? And if you do, okay. that's really important because that's going to piss me off a lot down the line. You get what All I mean? Right. Your body language. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. That's not chemistry mm-hmm. between yeah. you and I. That's just. Do you carry yourself with? Are you kind mm-hmm. to others? Not to me. Are you kind to others? Maybe you could. You could put. That under values too. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's possible. Mm-hmm. But shit, you know, another thing that's really important to me, and I've said this on the show, so I might bump financial down to four. Is really your upbringing. Your upbringing is okay. is amazing. That's amazing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that has not nothing to do with you and I. That has everything to do with how you treat your family. Like, do you treat your yeah. mother well? Do you treat your father well? Were they good to you? Were you? Was it a really chaotic upbringing those things are so important to me because mm-hmm. i've said this many times on the show i have been through a bunch of relationships and i've come i've been in relationships with people from broken homes i've been in relationships with people who have loving parents i've been in them with uh absentee parents uh i've been there with them together but it's chaotic and father's womanizer and you know i i've seen all of that in different partners and i'm telling you i fucking shit you not i've seen the mm-hmm. effect of all of those good and bad in every single one of them and i tell you some of the best relationships are oh no the best relationships that i've been in are the ones where the the you know they come best from good homes 
Mm-hmm. It, do- it doesn't mean that just because your boyfriend or your girlfriend came from a broken home that it's going to be bad. What I'm telling you is for Mo, the best relationships I've ever been in were from the ones wherein the family was together and they were good mm-hmm. and there was no fucking chaos and all that bullshit. It showed. It showed in the human. It showed yeah. in mm-hmm. conflict resolution. It showed in chemistry. It showed in all of those aspects. And and not yeah, surprisingly, not surprisingly, the worst fucking relationships I were in. If you just do your research, you find out. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you look at their fucking f- <laughs> the, the marriage that their their parents had, and it was shit. Yeah, yeah. I, that's nature, nurture, nature. Right? Absolutely, it affects you. And so, so do you break up with your boyfriend? Do you break up with your girlfriend just because their parents were shit? Well, not necessarily, but you write it down. <laughs> <laughs> you, you check. Yeah, you, you notate you it. <laughs> yeah, you notate it. It's part of the cons. Not everything is perfect, but you should have a pros and cons, and that's a big part of the cons. In fact, it's yeah. my new number three. Financial stability is number four. All right, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right. All right, brother. All right, well, anyway, so thanks, Mo. Thanks for accommodating my call and for your advice. I'll take note, take note of those. Yeah, yeah, and that's all it is. Do take notes. Don't follow. Don't decide based on shit I'm saying because, again, this is yeah. all different for everybody. I don't know what your relationship is like. I know nothing about this girl, and I don't know anything mm-hmm. about the both of you. So it is mm-hmm. really relative. However, th- those are my list. You compare it to your list. Ask your friends about what's important to them, and then you just make your own little, you know, people you trust to make your own little kind of concoction of, of, of details and, 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 and clues and red flags and positive qualities and put all that together and you go, you know what? I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready and I want to do it in August. You know, so whatever the fuck it is. Okay? All right. Gotcha. All right. All right gotcha. Bro. Thanks, Lance. Good call. Thanks, man. I appreciate this. the call. Yeah, I, I, I Thank you very much. It. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of the show. You are listening to Good Times and Mode, the podcast, season seven, episode number 44, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, Good Timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV. 
TV. But all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones, and Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. All right, welcome back to the show. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 44, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Get ready to wrap up this episode here today. This is our third, right? This is our third episode for the week, so uh, we won't be back until next week giving you more of these uh, shows. And of course, again, come June, as I was saying, I'm thinking about just doing these every day, but one-hour episodes. Uh, you can find us on the Reddit thread, which is reddit.com slash r slash podcast. If you want to interact with all the other listeners, if you want to donate to the show, please do. You can only... 99 cents. It's easy. Uh, just go to anchor.fm slash podcast to help keep this project up and going. And I want to do it, of course, year after year after year. And I'm going to need your help to pull that off. So yeah, anchor.fm slash podcast if you want to go ahead and do that. Let's take our last call of the day and go to New York. Next call. Let's go to New York and talk to Jim. Jim's 32 years old in NYC. Hey, Jim. Welcome to the program, man. What's up? How are you, Tay? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm just, just trying to survive. You know, we got hit here in the New York area, so we're trying to you guys stay alive. Like a, you guys had like another 199, 200 deaths just today or yesterday or some shit like that. I was looking on the news. Um, so you yeah. guys are definitely not in the clear yet. Not yet, but they're doing that soft opening, and it's like phase two now, I guess. But I'm staying indoors. Okay, I'm good. Just... Yeah. Do you know anybody who got it or any? Yeah, I, a couple of my friends in New York got it. Yeah, two of my officers that used to just retired, they passed away. It's sad. Um, no shit. You're in police, yeah? Yeah. So two of the police officers got it and died. Yeah. No yeah. fucking. They way. just retired, and they they didn't get to enjoy their you know retirement. And right, right, just, right. Dude, that fucking sucks, man. So we're just doing the precautions and being, you know, wearing masks and doing what to do. But are you out? Are you are you not at work or? Are I you, am when going you say, to work. When I'm going to work today, yeah. Oh today shit! Okay, all right. So, Dude, and you're out. But, you're out with the public then too, man. Yeah, we're dealing with it, and just keep washing our hands. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, buddy. So, what do you want to talk about? You're on the show. Well, I'm stuck with this career that you know I'm dealing with, and it's just like. The, the university just doesn't care about us it's you know it's it's tough and it's too much bureaucracy and uh, politics and you know how you call it, corruption and it's just like i don't want to deal with that and i want to find a better career i've been with this job for more than five years oh yeah yeah more than so five you years work and, you work as university police yes um and that 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 I, this is my only curiosity, real quick, and I know this not maybe not super related to your to your uh, question here. Do you work for the school, or do you work for like the NYPD, and then they just contract NYPD officers for the school? I work for the school. We had their own police force. 
Gotcha. Okay. So you got your own yeah. gun, and, and you, like, as if, you know, you're an NYPD officer. It's just your jurisdiction is the school? Yeah, it's just a school. Yeah. Big time, man. That's good. So, and it will, well, not, well, not really, because now you hate it. But, <laughs> so you're not, you're unhappy with your career. You're unhappy with your job. Do you like the job you just hate that you work for this school and that you can still I, be I, a cop, but say, again, go NYPD and, and do the streets? Yeah, I could do that, but you know, I can. It has to be another. You know, I'd rather do university than being in the streets. It's a lot easier dealing with. Uh, yeah, fucking students know, who are drunk and stupid instead of fucking doing out with gangbangers out in the fucking hood. Yeah, I'd rather deal with that, but it's just too much. Um, I you know how government works. It's too much bullshit that you have to deal with, and it's just like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> you know, I listen. I I work for government to a certain extent, and the bullshit yeah. is is. At least in my experience, and of course every government is different, just because you work for the government, I means all governments are the same, but um, a lot of it is just, they're just cheap, you know, they cheap out and shit, right? Everything is mm. about cutting cost and stuff like that, you know, the, the bureaucracy stuff is there, yes. The politics yeah. stuff there is yes, but that's, I don't find that to be any different from, say, what you would find in the corporate world or private companies or any of that stuff. It's not a world different, and it mm. pays for itself in that the benefits are usually pretty strong. Um, and I think that's why people like working for the government, even though, yes, you have to deal with some of that crap, is that, well, the benefits are strong and the pension program is, is strong and all of that. It's hard to get fired. I mean, you, you just get furloughed. If yeah, it's really hard to get fired. <laughs> You're right, uh, when you work for the government. And that means there's a lot of incompetent people too, dumbasses, because, yeah, They're it's so really, bad. really hard to get fired. Um, yeah. And so, they had that like they put signs there. Oh, heroes work here. Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> put, that, put that sign in the ass or something. <laughs> so, 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 Jim. Okay, you. What, what's the question then? Um, like with this pandemic, it's just like, like, what should I do to really like show myself? Hey, um, I'm good for this other job. Like, you know, it's limited right now. Everybody, it's what six point two million unemployment right now. Yeah, that's why okay. I was I was just gonna say, man, now's not the time to get cute about this shit. And I, I don't mean that like you're being cute. I'm saying, don't fuck around right now with. Yeah, I'm always keeping my head below the. You know, I don't want to get myself in trouble, but it's just the morale is really low. I hate it. You know, I'm just trying to be happy, but you got a lot of um. A lot of toxic people around me. And- yeah, but this is suck it up time more than any time in the world. Listen, university police, maybe you guys don't have a lot of students there right now because shit's on lockdown. And it's going to be that way, let's see, maybe end of the year before you start getting students. So things are kind of, while quieter, sometimes in the quiet, the bullshit noise gets louder. And that can yeah. really fuck you up in terms of how you feel about the job. However, Jim... Now's not the time to flirt with should I leave. And I've been saying that to a lot of people here almost every episode these past few weeks is don't fuck around right now with the job. Because mm-hmm. as even though it is difficult to get fired, this is a time in humanity, in world history that we are not used to. And to incorporate past traditions or past um what do you call this? Oh, God, what's the word? The, the, the way things work, process, processes. Yeah. The, uh-huh. to, to, to use that to predict the, the short-term future, I think, is reckless. Let, let's not think, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can get out of this job and 
get into another one. Or, oh, yeah, you know what? I've, I've worked in this government job, so I'm straight, man. I'm good. and Nothing's going to happen to me. No, the world's weird right now. And we're seeing yeah. just kind of decisions that are blowing our minds and, and in a reality that we're just not used to. So if I'm going to I'm going to appeal to you as I appeal to the 20-year-olds who are calling this show and you 32-year-old, hey dude, mm-hmm. hang in there. Don't fuck around. Yes. Suck it up. And am I um is it bad for me also at the same time to keep looking like while I'm not, you know, busy, I'm looking for jobs in federal and out of government. No, no, dude, look, look all you want. Look till your fucking dick falls off. I don't care. Look and look and look. But don't do anything about leaving. You can apply like crazy. Apply everywhere. But mm-hmm. unless you get another job, don't even fuck around about happiness right now. Like, yeah. it's, it's so important to be happy. It's so important to not be in a place that makes you hate waking up and hate getting to work. And like, Yeah, you don't want to be there. I don't. But right now, deal with it. Find a way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Find a way to look at it in a perspective like, wait a minute, all of my friends are fucking either getting sick or getting fired or this. I'm at a university where the population right now is it's fucking empty. So mm-hmm. it's relatively safe considering you're still going to work and you also have a job that many people don't have right now. You're so, absolutely right. So if you look at it in a way right now is the best possible time. Like a lot of people fucking worry about me because I work at the airport. Like, oh man, you work at the mm-hmm. airport, man. And the airport's not closed. You know, fucking people are flying in and out. You're going to get sick. And I keep telling them, mm-hmm. guys, relax. Number one, I'm happy that I'm, I still have a job. Number two, there's nobody flying in right now. So it's as safe as my house. Well, that's an exaggeration. Of course, my house is the safest place in the world right now. But it's safer than the grocery store, which we're still going to. It's safer than mm-hmm. a lot of these other places because there's nobody there and there's no interaction. That's, I think, I'm assuming that's what it's like right now at the university. And yeah, it's pretty only the foreign exchange students that are stuck in there. That's it. They right, get, they but they're, and, right, they're not out they're not out drinking and doing stupid shit where you have to interact with them like when they're fucking coughing yeah. on you, right? So it's yeah. it's its safest right now. So stay in there right now. Oh well. And how do I deal with that you know, how you know the higher ups people's putting out like how you call that like uh, rumors, oh you might be switched around, oh you're gonna be this is gonna happen. Like how do I deal with that? that negativity uh well well nothing nothing so much of that shit right now is all hearsay so much of it is speculation so much of it is just people throwing out like donald trump oh maybe we should start ingesting fucking uh disinfectants it's (laughs) stupid shit and like trump if you're watching it and if you watch him every day and you let him affect you it'll drive you crazy you can just randomly go well he's a fucking dumbass and move about your day and I think I, I, I encourage you to take the Trump mentality of, wow, what an idiot, even though he's in charge, what a complete failure, and then laugh about it, joke about it, and move on from it. The, the even, anxiety is really high. Like, it's just like, I was like, do I need to see a shrink now? <laughs> like, it's just like the, every day going to work, I'm like, a little anxiety, you know? I, and I understand that. Yeah, I understand it's easy. It's easy to look at your leaders and watch their incompetence, and then make you terrified about your life. Uh, mm-hmm. It's easy to, again. Let's use Trump to watch him and go, "Wow, look how clueless he is! Look how reckless he is!" And he's going to get people killed, and mm-hmm. their anxiety can shoot right up. 
But what I what I choose to do instead is, okay, yeah, I get it. It's a dangerous time. Yes, our leader is a buffoon, but let me let me be in control of my shit, which is mm-hmm. my house and where I go. And if somebody if people are gonna die by the thousands because Trump's a fucking moron or one of the leaders here or one of the governors or the mayors decides to open up the city, well, that's on them. I'm not partaking in that shit. I'm gonna keep my house safe and i'm going to make sure i'm going to be as safe as possible to lower the anxiety level yes thank you well you know take care of your shit don't don't uh don't meddle too much on the hearsay for now because Mm -hmm. all of it right now is just words when it starts to become policy then it's a different story and that's when maybe again you start jumping ship but right now dude jim Look everywhere. Mm-hmm. Look at the FBI. Look at the NYPD. Look at like you know jobs that you in areas you want to be in. Other universities, yep. other cities. If you're single and you know you don't have a family, I know New York's awesome, but maybe mm-hmm. there are other universities in the area: Boston, Washington D.C., whatever, Philadelphia. That you know it's still relatively near what you like in the East Coast, and yeah. just are better situations. Yeah, I just, you know, I, you're right. I got to suck it up. But at the same time, I just want my mental health to be, I don't want to be screwed over like everyday worrying right, about. Right, right, right. Yeah, but, but check out the mental health if you fucking jump ship and you can't find another gig. That's a yeah. whole different mental, you know, a, men, a, a whole different mental challenge. Yes. And and but right now, I got to stay, stay positive. That's what it is. Right yeah, now. And, and pick the lesser of the evil. The lesser of the evil is at least you got a job. And right yes, now, yes. your job is pretty quiet. Yes. <laughs> that's true. It's quiet. Just don't have to deal with those. Um, Just a couple of dorm students. Like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's th- it. Dude, that's good. That's good. Dude, I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even telling you to stay a year. I'm just saying let, let the immediate craziness that the world is experiencing right now, let it pass until we get mm-hmm. a bit more direction. Once treatments start coming out and vaccines start coming out and normalcy starts kicking in, then you're like, yeah, fuck these guys. I'm out of here. That's fine. All right. I'll stay positive and try to, you know, of course, keep looking. But at the yeah, same yeah, time, dude, just... look, look all day long. Look all day long. After this call, look. I will. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I'm doing. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with window shopping. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, just that's don't, what add, I'm doing. don't add to cart. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, my, I'm at work. I'm in a patrol car. I'm like looking at my phone. I'm like, oh, there's a, there's, this is opening. Let me save this and email it to myself. Yeah, dude. Yes. And, and, you're employable, Jim. You've been doing it for a while. You're a cop. You're th- yeah, th- there's there's opportunities. There's opportunities for you. There always will be. Just telling yeah. you to suck it up a little bit right now. Yeah, just that you know, I gotta be patient. That's the key. Because ten attendees, I mean, I just want it now. You know, just get it over. It, but I gotta be patient. Yeah, and and yeah. use some of the lessons you tell the public when they start getting all antsy. Hey, 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 relax, asshole. Relax. <laughs> you do that. Thing as a cop. Hey, fuck, sit down. Sit down. Fucking yeah. breathe. Relax. Yeah. Put, your hands in and your put head. a mask on too as well. Yeah, right. Just fucking relax. <laughs> do, do that. Do that to yourself. Hey, hey, Jim. Fucking relax. Hold on. You know, chill out. You know, let, let's yes. let's do this slowly. We'll get through this. Same mentality. Yes. I will. All right. All right, brother. Well, thanks for the call, man. Um, yes. Yeah, I remember you called some years back. I did. You called some years back a, a Maria Zawa episode when I'm looking through my notes here. Uh, and you were yeah. looking for fuck buddies and stuff over there in New York. Were, were you successful uh, when you called a couple years back? 
I did. <laughs> I did. That was well many years ago. I, I was able to, and um, I, you know, I banged my ex, and she came over, and then after that week, her ex, her cousin's uh, ex girlfriend came up and met, met up with me when she came from the Philippines. You fucked her. So too? I banged her. So I banged them all week in one week. So it was kind of no nice. shit. So maybe who? Moral, moral support. Yeah, well, that's why I was. That's why maybe. And, and right now, you, you don't have a girlfriend now. I do actually now. I'm four years now. So. Oh, sweet, good. Yeah. So you guys, we're just uh, social distancing, but you know, we're trying to make the best of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. Just checking where where you are in your personal life because maybe that might help with you know the anxiety and where you're at in your head. Like if you got a good relationship going, or if you're having fun, you got friends that you can rely on. All that's really really good too. Thank God for um, for Zoom and that Google, ch- you know, Facebook chat. I'm able yep. to like connect with my friends, so it's you know I'm able to clear my mind and not think about work. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah, do do that. When, when it's hard sometimes for cops at the end of their shift on a given day to kind of decompress, get home, and kind of just yeah. let it out. It's usually very difficult for you guys. Um, that's kind of I need, proven. I need an stuff. hour or two and a drink sometimes, just like I just to wind down. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, I I know that that's very similar, or very uh, consistent with the cop life. But yeah. um, take care of yourself, man. It, it, it's, it's I will. New York's a fucking crazy place right now. So um, just just stay the oh, course. Dude, yeah, hunker cop. down, dude. Just just like I I worry about you, man. It just. Yeah. Just think. Keep keep your mind on but straight. But the good thing about it, the weather is really, you know, it's sunny always, so we just I'm glad the sun's out, you know. Yep, yep, yeah, that helps. Right. And you got a it good helps. governor there, so hopefully New Yeah, York he does. Will, Cuomo he, and uh uh what's his name? Cuomo and um Governor Murphy as well from New Jersey as well. Yeah, yeah, so, you guys are doing good. Good, good. There's a North Northeast uh, council, so it's it's going with together through phases. So we'll get out yep. of this. Yep, yep. All right, brother. Hey, uh, keep in touch, man. Right. Let's talk Thank anytime. You so much. All right. Yep. Thanks, Jim. Have a good one. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. The reason why I get worried is like guys who are out there, police officers and stuff, who uh, when they're getting bothered that much, and then they're acknowledging like the mental health. Uh, stresses that their job it, they can easily fall kind of in a, in a dark place here but I like where he's at you, you know good yeah university police versus out in the Bronx or some shit like that yeah that's he's, he's in a good situation um, but if he's not happy he's not happy I'm just saying right now man right now is the time you really don't want to focus on that stuff and just, just get day by day through this pandemic um, and before you know it I mean look, look how, how much time has gone by? It's been a few months already that many of us have been in lockdown or ECQ. And uh, while the future doesn't look great regarding the virus, time is moving by pretty quickly, no matter how bored you may seem to be. Um, and before you know it, hopefully science has caught up with this virus and things are much, much safer outside. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times, the podcast, Season 7, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. 